Welcome to Ghost Wax, a Far and Tall Tales production. The following story may contain graphic content. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 21, Hungry Inside This is the beginning of investigations into the case of Madeline Young of San Antonio. We will be looking for possible undue influence that justifies order intervention. It should be noted a separate investigation will be launched into the circumstances under which this case came to our attention. Just after midnight last evening, after performing sanctification on a field of internment, lot 776, Luca and I returned to the order-provided car to find a strange message on my cellular device. Upon checking my phone, I discovered that a video had been downloaded onto it without my knowledge. Mayberry, our technical expert, is looking into how my device was accessed, but as I do not keep any sensitive order information on it other than a few phone numbers with only personal code names referenced, it does not appear to be a security breach. However, the video in question shows a young girl on a playground. Mayberry was able to trace the video to an incident at a San Antonio school a few days ago. The video is from the perspective of another child, with the video pushing in and out of the face of a dark-haired girl, who I now know to be Madeline Young. A taunting, sing-song phrase is being repeated ad nauseum. In the video, it becomes clear that Madeline is being bullied, harshly, by her classmates. And they are documenting the whole thing. Yes, these children are endlessly inventive in their cruelty, but clearly not criminal masterminds. I'm so glad they didn't have social media when I was growing up. Can you imagine having your awkward phase immortalized like that? I genuinely cannot. As the video proceeds, it becomes clear that Madeline is in a level of distress that far exceeds that of a girl being bullied under normal circumstances. Her limbs begin to jolt and convulse, powerful spasms running up and down her body. Luca was able to isolate her audio, and Madeline can be heard repeating the phrase, Leave me alone, leave me alone, over and over. Upon listening closely, due to the particular tone of her voice, it becomes clear she is not talking to the taunting children, but to something else. In the video, we discovered Madeline is looking down at her own stomach, rather than at the bullies. 
something that might be seen as classic avoidance, lowering eye contact, but taken in aggregate leads us to other, more disturbing conclusions. There is a point in the video where if you look closely, you can see a shiver pass over Madeline, after which time her face goes slack for a few moments before stretching into an obscene, unnaturally wide smile. Thereafter, the video device is dropped and only catches blurs of movement. Reports from educators on the scene and other children at the school confirm the details of the following violence. Madeline attacks, viciously biting and clawing the other girls who have been taunting her. A detached retina, deep lacerations requiring stitches, wounds that will likely leave scars, but luckily no permanent or life-threatening injuries. Teachers were able to quickly subdue Madeline, who, after the incident, became deeply despondent and would not answer any questions, and apparently did not speak for the better part of a week. This incident would never have come up on the order of Hamsa's radar, just a simple incident of a child pushed too far, suffering a mild psychotic episode of some kind. Whoever sent it to me... Perhaps they knew that I would recognize it. Recognize what? The smile. His smile. Clear as a calling card. We will now seek to confirm the influence of others in the incident. After some extensive work on the audio captured, Luca has been able to isolate Madeline's voice further. We will now filter it through the ghost wax. A small addendum. To the psychically sensitive members of the Order, please use caution listening to the following. As strange as the other side is to us, we are equally alien to them. Many creatures of the other side are dangerous to us simply because we are so grating to their sense of perception. Some strike out at us simply because we are nails on a chalkboard to them. Putting this girl's voice through the wax will filter out the reality we understand and are native to. Again, investigators, please use discretion. Anything? I didn't get anything. Again, go deeper. <laughs> Did you hear that? I did? What the hell was that? A stranger at the door. Very well. We need to go to San Antonio. Rip, rip, I will rip you, necromancer! I will violate your boy servant. I will feast and feast, and I will gorge my belly to such a swollen mass. It will split, and the force of its splitting will rend the world, and my brothers will crawl in. Crawl through, crawl here to you. Untie me, 
and your death will merely be slow. Continue to restrain me, and you will die endlessly. Luca, please, the muzzle. How dare you! I serve the Nightmare Kings! I serve the Day of Glory and Rainbow! <laughs> oh my god. We did not arrive in time to prevent this creature from gaining total control of Madeline Young. In fact, only a few hours earlier, she attacked her parents like a rabid animal. Luckily, the creature has not yet been able to increase Madeline's strength, and its other powers have not manifested. So Madeline's parents were able to overpower her and tie her to the bed. Our arrival shortly thereafter was misinterpreted by Madeline's parents. They are Catholic. Yes, uh, apparently Luca and my appearance and the situation at hand put them in mind of a particular horror film about exorcisms, and they believed us to be an old priest and a young one come to drive a demon out of their daughter. Close enough, right? Yes, we did not dissuade them of their theory, and now they are praying in the other room. Honestly, we will take all the help we can get. Is it going to get loose? No, because we are going to pin it in place and stop it from becoming any stronger. Font said no, you can't be serious. I am quite serious. Please, sir, put that down. That nail is too long. It will kill her. It only looks like a nail. I stick you to the place, beast. From here you shall not move. Oh, holy shit. A spine of Aventus. Is that the same as... We don't have time, and it is listening. <laughs> the muzzle. Oh my god, her teeth. Oh, look at me. My real butters are already coming in. Well, we do grow up so fast. Luca, get the parents out of the house. Take them to the street and pray with them or whatever you need to do to keep them out of the house. Don't come in again. I will come to you. If I do not, by nightfall, tell the order to partition the house and excise it. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, good luck. Thank you. Bye-bye, sweetie. Say hi to mommy and daddy. I'll be out to eat you soon. I did not expect to see you again so soon, Eater. I should say the opposite to you. Shouldn't you be long, long dead? <laughs> well, maybe I spoke too soon. Maybe what I should say is... Shouldn't you be wearing a new face by now? A fresh one? Not all of us so casually cast off our form, nor abandon those who stand with us. Gross. Sentimental. Weak. Did you claw your way into this world to hurt my feelings? More than your feelings. So this was a personal call? No, no. This is just... A happy reunion of chance. I'm not so sure. Wizard tricks. I won't be fooled by you again. 
Remember in Macedon, you tricked me into eating myself, and I had grown so large and so strong. Seems like only yesterday. Time is different here. That was a long time ago. I see. Well, another of the luscious pleasures for us to experience once we get inside. But of course, you know what I'm looking forward to the most. Stop. So sensitive, so attached. The nature of all pain is attachment, you know. Once you learn to let go, you'll be so much happier. You'll thank us one day. Keeping up this zoo has got to be exhausting. Keeping us out is bad enough, but keeping the locals from killing each other. <laughs> I sometimes wonder which end will come first. If they end themselves, that's their business but I won't see them devoured from without. That is a gross mischaracterization, and you know it. Who are you pretending for? What is that there? Are you recording us for your little diary? I see. Are you performing for yourself? Have you been pretending to care about them so long you've tricked yourself, you ticky old man? What are you looking for there? I know your kind well enough to know that truth is always hidden among your rantings. When you said diary, I had a thought. Perhaps I can learn something useful. Ah, here we are. Madeline's diary. Stay out under pain of death. You heard her. Apologies, my dear. Typical Hamsa. Think you know what's best for them, respecting them only as far as it is convenient. Here we are. <clears throat> I had a bad dream last night that really scared me. I dreamed that I woke up in the middle of the night and I thought I was really awake. I walked into the hallway and I could hear Mom and Dad were snoring. Dad was snoring loudest. I went down the hallway, and I suddenly felt very hungry. I got to the kitchen and went to the cupboard for a Pop-Tart, but when I opened the cupboard, it was empty. I opened the next and the next, and they were all empty. I looked in the fridge, and it was empty, too. I started to get scared. It felt so real. I went to Mom and Dad's room, but I didn't hear them anymore, and when I went in, they were gone. All their things were gone even their suitcases. I knew that they had left me. I was so hungry by then I went back to the kitchen, but this time the table was covered in food, covered in all my favorite things. Pop-tarts and fruit snacks and punch and lasagna and lots of other things I didn't recognize but that looked really good. There was something sitting at the table where Dad usually sits in the big chair. It was like big dark shadows that was filled with smiles. Inside all the dark, it had so many mouths and teeth. People teeth and animal teeth, and some looked like grandpa's dentures, and some were teeth made of metal. 
I don't know why, but I wasn't scared. Not any more scared than I was before. The shadow and teeth patted the chair next to it. Come eat, it said. I was so hungry, so I did. Have you no shame, beast, to prey upon a child? Why mess with what works? Hunger, fear, loneliness? It's not like they've changed in all this time. <clears throat> I had the dream again last night. This time I woke up at the kitchen table. I'd eaten so many things. Mom is going to be so mad when she finds out. I hid all the wrappers, but I am going to get in so much trouble. I'm hungry all the time now. I ate so much, and I'm not even full. I eat and eat, and I'm still losing weight. I can see my ribs. I'm so scared. <laughs> I went to play with Judy next door, but Mr. Simmons wouldn't stop staring at me. When Judy went in to use the bathroom, he shook his head at me and said that I'd be pretty if I would just eat more. He said I was never going to get a boyfriend looking like I did, and then he asked if I wanted a boyfriend, and I got really mad, so I just said I had to go home. He kept laughing at me and laughing at me, said I was too sensitive, and offered to make me a sandwich. I just wish they wouldn't always be such an assistance to your kind. Oh, I know, it's just terrible. Almost too easy. Judy won't play with me anymore. She keeps saying she has family stuff to do, but I saw she and Mindy and Kayla posting things when she said she had family stuff, so I know she was lying to me. I don't understand why no one likes me anymore. I feel like I'm only happy when I'm asleep and when I'm dreaming. The shadow with teeth used to scare me, but maybe he's like me and people just don't understand him. Maybe that's why he keeps visiting me. Just warms my heart. I can't find socks and peanut butter. I had a dream about the tooth shadow again. He told me I didn't ever have to be alone again. That he knew a way I could keep people deep down inside and not ever have to be alone. When I woke up, I couldn't find my gerbils, socks, or peanut butter. I think something is wrong with me. I don't feel good anymore. But he's right. I don't want to be alone. I keep thinking about eating people when they make me mad. Every time someone does something bad to me, I can picture myself biting and biting them until they aren't outside and mean, they are inside of me and part of me and nice. I am so scared of myself. Maybe the voice is right. Maybe I should just let them in and let them fix things for me. I'm so tired and I don't know how to make things better. I don't want to do this anymore. Well, I'd like that more than just about any book I've ever read. Did you learn anything useful, wizard? Perhaps. I think I better understand the walls of sorrow and pain you have built up between the girl and herself. I may better navigate them. Aren't you clever? Anything else? That you are loathsome. 
a loathsome creature. But that I knew. I am glorious. Madeline, listen to my voice. When I reach for you, you need to reach back for me. You are not alone. There is no endless void inside. There is no place hope cannot reach you. If you reach back... Get on with it, will you? After this one's dead, I'm going to get started again right away. I don't know how you found me so prematurely this time, but I'll be eating cities by the time you catch up with me next. I am going to pry you loose. The girl will live, and I am going to rip you to shreds so thin it will take eons before I have to listen to your filth again. Bring it on, dead man! I... Please, Master Von Sid, you did your best. I'm weak. I failed. They said she's in stable condition, that she could wake up any day. Yes, well, she won't. Not any day soon. Maybe never. The Dreamwalkers may reach her yet. But it is a long road back from where she is. Well, the parents are at the hospital. They wanted to thank you. Wait, where are you going? Whose house is this? Yeah? Are you Mr. Simmons? I am. Who's asking? You should not speak to little girls like that. You will mind the way you behave from now on. What the fuck are you talking about? I am going to hurt you now. Do not worry, you won't forget the lesson I'm about to impart. Luca, turn off the recorder. Thank you for listening to Ghost Wax, a production of Far and Tall Tales. Find us at farandtalltales.squarespace.com. Ghost Wax is an independent podcast, so if you liked the show, please rate and review, and consider joining us on Patreon at patreon.com slash farandtalltales. Also give a listen to our fantasy roleplay show, Could Have Been Heroes, for something completely different. Ghost Wax is written and directed by Robert Knutson, production and editing by Aaron Schoenrock. Our theme song is by Bo Hoover. This episode features Robert Knudsen as Von Sid, Eder, and Mr. Simmons, and Aaron Schoenrock as Luca.